Good evening, all you creatures of the night. A woman with a predisposition for civil disobedience has reached the end of the line. The state's rehabilitation efforts won't cut it, and she's sentenced to house arrest with her estranged mother and taciturn stepfather to gain some stability. She's sentenced to eight months, but little does she know, she isn't the only one who's been held inside this house against her will. Lurking within the walls, slithering through the pipes, creaking the floorboards, and sending eerie calls via a Motorola, a deep uncovered secret lies dormant. Some entity still clings to the fibers of this home and it wants out. Who will make it out the front door first? This is It Records. Hello everybody. I'm one of your hosts as always, Matt Johnson. Um, and today I'm here with, you know, the fantastic, you know, just just a brilliant guy. He's, I mean, I don't know anybody better, but another host, uh, Peter Hansen. Peter, thanks for being here today. <laughs> Thank you. Always a pleasure, I guess. And uh, yeah. I wouldn't say the same about you. <laughs> Thanks, Pete. I'm still going to do it every episode. So, but uh... And again, um, if you listened last week, we have another host with us uh, who joined us for Misery, and she's with us today. We got Lindsay Clark here in the studio. <sighs> it's good to be back. Thank you. <laughs> Quick well, and to the point. It's good to have you. Alright, and this week we watched um, 2014 New Zealand film Housebound. Housebound is the name of the film, um, directed by Gerald Johnstone. And this is his first movie, directing and, and writer, actually. Your client has been through a number of these treatment programs in the past, and the results have been less than spectacular. Miss Bracknell is in need of stability. I'm therefore ordering an urgent report into the suitability of her mother's house for a sentence of eight months home detention. Gosh, that's high tech, isn't it? Aren't you lucky, Kylie, having all that fancy technology on your foot? Nice being back home. Some things have happened since I've been here. Things I can't explain. in this house, Kylie. What are you going to do against a hostile spirit? I'm going to smash it in the face. When you put an overactive mind in an inactive environment, there's bound to be complications. I don't need a counselling session. I just need to get out of this house. Oh, no. They've been doing this all week. Hold on. the spirit that lives in this house. What is your business here? So, are you happy to proceed with the story that Mr. McRandall was attacked by a vengeful ghost? Yes. Righto. There's that fact. Um, and I, I've actually been wanting to see this one for a while, and it was Pete's recommendation, so Pete, thanks for throwing it out this week. I've been seeing it on Netflix for a while, and uh, always kept forgetting about it. Yeah, you know, I do I do what I can. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, <okay. laughs> Alright. Well, that will just, I guess, blow right into it if you haven't seen it. I'm sure you guys are, you know, caught up on your New Zealand films, so I... I don't really need to tell you, but I will just in case. Um, this movie, Housebound, 
Um, it's about a young woman. She's forced to return to her childhood home after being placed under house arrest, and she suspects that something evil may be lurking within the home. Basically what you got from the intro. And from there, hell breaks loose. Um, for horror uh, relevance, I mean, it's it's a straight up... Well, I guess going into it, um, it just seemed like a haunted house yeah. type film, uh, like a supernatural. Um, it kind of took a, a different turn for me later in the film and just the <laughs> total tone of it, but... It, it changed gears. Without saying spoilers, I don't know... Yeah, it definitely did. And even could, the uh, mm-hmm. uh, I was I was gonna say um, we could like dive into that part later, but we could like build up to what you're talking about, kind of like mm-hmm. how it progressed. Sure, sure, Pete, absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's got all the tropes that you'd, you'd expect in a haunted house horror film from. That creepy little doll. I don't know if you guys remember that thing. Yeah. That rust me out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we can just go dive right into the movie then. Um, it's it's almost two hours long, right? Yes. Okay, so it's a it's about two hours. Two hours. Um, it's, it's actually it's a, it's one hundred and six minutes. So. It felt like two hours to you, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I had a long day. I had a long day. You, so. you said that you had a whole plate of pasta and yeah. as you were eating it. So I don't know if that really goes well with seeing creepy ghosts and dolls. It doesn't. Um, I'll throw that out there. But, you know, it was the first time. First time for everything. I was starving. I just got home. Did, like, a enough. really gross part happen and then you slapped yourself in the face with the spaghetti? No. Was it spaghetti? I I just assumed it was. No, it was fettuccine Alfredo. So even better. Oh wow! Look at you. Yeah. Mm Mhm. That's good stuff. Did you make it yourself, or did you get it from Market Day? (laughs) I I made it myself. I don't even know Market Day exists anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. So, do we want to talk about the character of Kylie? Mm Mhm. Mhm. Sure. Well. I found her to be kind of irritable. You know, she's a, got a lot of stuff to be mad about. Does anyone know how old she's supposed to be? Because she looks like that. I wasn't really able to tell. That's a great question, actually. She, I, I want to say she acts like she's uh, 17, but she looks uh, 30. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Well, she's... Uh, let me do the math. 28? No, 31. She's thirty-one. Yep, I'm a huge fan of the actors. No, I just I just happened to look that up when I was doing some research, because I too had a similar feeling of like, I thought she was supposed to be like kind of a delinquent youth a little bit, like she yeah. just kind of run away from home, but she did look like she was like thirty. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know how old she's supposed to be within the frame of the movie though. Yeah, like she's not like going to school or anything. Obviously, like she's kind of just like stuck in the house for I don't know at least what seven months eight months something like that mm-hmm. well she's up to no good within the first five minutes of the movie True. <laughs> hard to ignore with her right with her boyfriend or something at the time yeah does it I don't yeah. even I just assumed fails. partner in crime I mean partner in crime could also mean boyfriend 
true. This is. But but yeah. it doesn't explicitly. We don't know. <laughs> it's, it's it's not determined. Yeah. He like knocks himself out too soon for us to know. <laughs> they were. He was explosive. gone from the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He never came back. No, no mention of him whatsoever. And he got knocked out because the sledgehammer head came off, right? And hit himself? Yes, that is what happened, I believe. Yeah, That's a I thing? was kind of confused happen? by that. <laughs> I guess he was just hitting that ATM too hard. That's what she got. Yeah. Over the face. I mean, they're they're all metal. I don't know. I don't know what they're made of. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it's pretty close. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, she's, like, mad about a lot of stuff and definitely doesn't get along with uh, her mother and her husband like at all and uh she's definitely not the type like you know because she kind of overhears her mom you know saying she thinks the house is haunted she's completely cynical she's like annoyed at the fact that her mother would even you know suggest Mm -hmm. something like that and her mom's like really nice too yeah when like those stereotypical like overprotective moms and she's like, I hate you. I hate you so much, Mom. So nice. <laughs> For taking care of me. <laughs> yeah. There were some cringeworthy moments when the mom was just being so sweet. Or like, I don't know, if, like she asked about the meatloaf when she came home or whatever. And she was so mean to her mom. Didn't she eat like, like the whole thing? Yeah. Well, well I, I, I'm going to posit there that I think, this is spoilers for future in the movie. Uh, I think Eugene ate some of that. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Maybe I didn't catch that. I didn't catch it at the beginning, but like they said something about he's he goes to the pantry. That's why he has that like, little whole thing. Okay, he, okay. He, did, he eats their food. We'll get to Eugene later. Got it, mate. Oh. But Eugene eats their food. <laughs> I'm following you now. At first I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Alright, so yeah, Kylie's uh, got some troubles. Um... No, I I read the director made Kylie seem like hard and had like a, a rough exterior shell, um, and seemed like really distant from people. So she it didn't feel like things would get to her, or she wouldn't be scared of anything. So that when she actually was scared later in the movie and believed that there was some supernatural thing happening, it would seem more palpable that um, the audience would be more scared because now this tough character is is terrified of what's happening. Yeah. This is what he was trying to do. I think the actress really did a good job with that. I totally believed, like, mm-hmm. you know, this, uh, <laughs> I don't know, this brooding soul, like, kind of character that she had. Like, she totally, like, totally bought it. Mm-hmm. I liked, I don't know, I liked most of the acting, I thought, in this movie. Especially, um, what's his, the stepfather. Yes. Uh, <laughs> He killed it with barely saying it, anything. Uh, Amos? No, that would, that's the security guy who... Oh, that is... Yeah, I'm looking at the cast right now, and I couldn't I couldn't remember his name. The stepfather's name is like... Jer- Grammy? Yeah, that one. That's the one it is. Mm-hmm. Can't... Oh, I don't know what that says. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nah, Amos is a solid dude. I liked him from the beginning. Yeah, I, I liked his character a lot, and... His like seamless transition from um, security because she's got the ankle bracelet on from being on house arrest, so he's got to watch her. To as soon as they bring up that there might be a ghost in the house, 
he's like, oh, ghosts? Perfect. I hunt them. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like all about it. So, yeah, that I love That was a very interesting, smooth transition for him. I was like, oh, multi-talented. Got it. Yeah. Amos can do anything, really. Mm-hmm. Jack of all trades. It's really that he just has the hots for her. Is that what you picked up? What about a boyfriend <laughs> from the beginning, Pete? She's, I mean, she's taken, as, as you've we've, said. We've decided that they weren't exclusive. Oh, okay. So it's and a... in, uh, it seemed like they had a little uh, past. Maybe he had a crush on her when they were in uh, grade school. I don't know what they do over there. <laughs> when, I don't know. I'm assuming it's the same thing. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> I can go for it. Girl next door. You, you know how this shit goes down. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He said he was a. He's in the neighborhood. He yeah. grew up in the neighborhood. I'm, I was being serious. That's, well, I, I had forgotten that point where he's not only the security officer hunts ghosts, but he has always lived in the neighborhood. Oh, Amos. He's one of those guys that never left. All right, so we've talked about some characters. And I, I think we should give the people sort of what the plot is, what is happening in this movie. Um, but we basically said she's under house arrest and she starts to witness, I guess, just like, Weird activity. Yeah, um, like a, a stuffed bear talks to her and says that she can hear, I can hear you breathing. Um, she, uh, the Motorola phone goes off several times. That's that's her phone though, right? Or is it just it's a It's funny to a see phone? a Motorola phone though, don't you think? Because they're not around anymore. <laughs> yeah, I thought those were obsolete, but uh, hey. Well, this is 2014, so they were huge in 2014, I guess. Maybe they're still big in New Zealand. Hey, we don't know. They're still, they're still getting some, like, old shipments in. Yeah. Well, that's the phone, right? The Hello Moto? That's Motorola, right? Yeah, that, that was, like, their uh, advertisement campaign. Okay, I, I thought say. that was, yeah. Okay, cause I could have been completely wrong. I've done that on this podcast before. I would not... Every every episode. Yeah, <laughs> I'll go on about something and people correct me. Like, I'm way off. Yeah, so she uh, starts experiencing some uh, creepy stuff, and I think she thinks that it's more an intruder. And um, mm-hmm. meanwhile, her mother's convinced, you know, it's uh, paranormal activity. So she's mm-hmm. not. They're at odds. Yeah, and uh, Kylie thinks it's an intruder because someone grabs her in the basement. We see a hand, at least. Yeah. But apparently, in the past. Um, her mother and Kylie had had some disp- disputes about like this place is haunted or there were ghosts here. Like that's not a, a new occurrence, I guess, at least for the mother, who listens to a psychic hotline on the radio. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's all about the ghosts. She thinks the place is haunted, and that's when Amos comes in and is our savior. He's going to hunt these ghosts down and this negative energy. Uh, did you find you guys uh, be at scared at any parts in this movie? Or at least that, you know, thought we're building up to something pretty good? I would say building up. I thought it did a good job of, like, building an atmosphere and attention. Like, especially with, like, holding shots and just maybe the, the, the sound with it. But there weren't any, like instances where I was terrified of what I saw, I guess. It was more of like the jump scare tactic. I think a lot of the times where it was like it was like building up tension and then it'll lead to like a laugh. Yeah. And then 
and then kind of shortly after there would be a scare it kind of was like a lot of that yeah there is a, some comedy mixed in uh with this movie for sure so uh were there any moments where i was like terrified no but i would agree i think that there were a lot of uh really good like building up elements that were mixed in with throughout mm-hmm. and we mentioned i mean a lot of comedy in this film how did you guys feel about the overall tone then of this movie i guess because i mean it's it's a horror premise and like you have all these scary scenes and these tension building but there's a lot of comedy and a lot of punchlines yeah. that just seem like i mean i thought they fit pretty well i thought but... so too i thought um that it was really funny and then since they were actually good at building up tension and like even though i wasn't scared i was like oh this is like they're doing a good job like it wasn't just like um, I don't even like. Lo, I want to don't want to say low brow. Like they were avoiding low brow for the most part because their their comedic moments were like smarter scripted moments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not like a scary movie situation or yeah, any of those movies. <laughs> no, definitely that's kind of the vibe I got. Where I didn't think it was like scary movie because it's not like a total parody where it's like it's not even subtle the jokes like they're, they're like they're right in your face. Or it's not like a slapstick horror where I'm thinking like Reanimator or something, where it's almost over the top or the Burbs what we've talked about, where yeah, it's the almost burbs is, over the yeah. top comedy and it it it's it's more in your face. This one just seemed it seamlessly to fit in almost to the like a dark comedy horror type movie. Yeah, but it's horror, but it it worked well for me. It worked well. I thought it was a good job. It was like a dark, it was like written as a dark comedy first, I want to say, and then they're just like, you know what? Let's infuse it to a ghost story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they did a nice job blending the genres together. I think. Is it determined that Amos is the, the heart and soul of this movie? Is that what we determined, or is there someone else that you had in mind? Hmm. That's if it's question. not Amos, I don't know who it would be. Love him. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's gotta be. Amos. Amos for me, too. Not Eugene. He doesn't win you over at the end. <laughs> no. He... Mm-mm. Not as much as Amos. No way. Talk about a nuisance with Kylie, right? Is that her name? Yeah, that's our main person. Wouldn't you think Eugene is a bigger nu- nuisance? Now we could uh, just spend some time, and we, we've kind of avoided talking about him for a while. Mm-hmm. He's just... A straight up nuisance because he's stealing food. <laughs> he, he's not actually probably a ghost. the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's not. Yeah, there's a spoiler. It's not actually a ghost. It's a guy who's been living in the walls for, for a very long de- time. <laughs> yeah, for like decades. He's been living in the walls, stealing the food, and just living there. Used to live with the the neighbor, right? I can't remember actually that now that you mentioned it. I think the neighbor he, had like adopted him. Yeah, um, because n- another information: the house that Kylie and her family grew up in previously was, I believe, it's called Sunshine Groves. Again, that could be wrong, um, but that was the name of like a was it a halfway house. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah, and Kylie didn't know that, so we didn't know that for most of the film. And then a murder took place there. So, yeah, that revelation that's some dark energy happened in this house. 
Um, and Eugene is suspect number one because he went missing a year before that happened. Or you, you would think like if he's missing, would you would you suspect that he's dead? <laughs> like he was one of the victims. <laughs> he could, yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're like, no, that guy totally did it. <laughs> yeah, because uh, the neighbor—I don't remember his name. Said, didn't he say? I mean, he was always good with mechanical stuff. Eugene would always be making stuff and tinkering and stuff. Did he say he started like messing with like animals and and things like that? I want to say that you're right. Yeah. I have no memory of this whatsoever. (laughs) It's when Amos got caught inside his house. Because they initially suspect the neighbor. Like, you know, and uh, he kind of tells the story of uh, Eugene, who, yeah, like I said, I think he adopted him, and then he ended up kind of taken off a year prior, so nobody knows what happened to him. And he proceeded. And then he followed that up with, I thought, the idea that, like, he me- he messed with mechanical things a lot, and then I had to scold him when he started using, like, animals. And that, that, that stuck with me, like, because I feel like we're starting to sympathize with Eugene, like, later in the movie. I'm like, you've been in this house forever, man. You, like, messed with animals. I don't know. What are you doing? <laughs> like, if, if I can forgive you for that. I mean, you seem kind, I guess. <laughs> He's just a shy guy. Yeah. The shy guy who doesn't like the sun, <laughs> mm. or or a shower. <laughs> yeah, I did like that shot. I don't know if, um, when we first see him, where Kylie goes through the walls and kind of sees his passageways that he has there. And he has that little room with like a TV and everything. Oh, dude's uh, got a setup. And, like, it's it's. What is it? it? The camera's on her, and panting, and then slowly like goes up to the left. And it shows his face like coming out of the insulation. Yeah. Liked it. <laughs> he he reminded me a little bit of um uh, I forget one of the burglars from Home Alone. You know what I'm talking the about? Tall, Not Joe Pesci the but the other one. guy. Yeah. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. It's like a, a a bumbling idiot almost. Yeah, it's got the same hairstyle and Yeah. Gets hit by an iron. I don't know if that happens, but <laughs> it's uh. just like a iconic scene right there. <laughs> so what about the psychologist? Hmm. Let's talk about I don't remember his name, but I think it's is it Dennis? So Dennis, maybe? Something I think like so. That. That's the only other name that we haven't released because there's Kylie, Miriam, Mom. Amos, mm-hmm. Danos, Grammy, and Eugene. Yeah. So his character really, I guess, I wasn't expecting what was going to happen at the end. Nobody else. Basically, the psychologist is um, the listener um, is appointed to Kylie to help her through her process and become stable again, living at home and adjusting and everything. So we've known him since the beginning. But as the movie progresses, we start to learn that he was a part of Sunshine Groves, which was the house they live in. And essentially, spoilers, <laughs> <laughs> P- 
part of the murder that happened at Sunshine Groves. Yeah. Yeah, um, he, like, initially, you know, tries telling uh, the mother and Kylie, like, yo, you guys are delusional, you know, because they start <laughs> thinking that uh, there's paranormal activity, and he's just, like, not having any of it. He's like, no, like, none of that is happening. Yeah. So... I love when that happens when there's the skeptic. Like a ghost movie. They're always like hardcore. They're like against the person. Mm-hmm. Every, mm-hmm. You got to have it every time. I don't know why, but I don't know. Me and Matt took a screen screenwriting class, so it's maybe it's one of those tropes yeah. you got to do. Yeah, it's like the whole. Uh, it's in that stage where it's the trials, trials, or whatever. It, for the hero to get to the end to achieve their goal they gotta have the challenges they gotta overcome and the the obstacles obstacles. it's the uh, what is it oh I'm not nobody cares what the actual term is it's on the tip of my (laughs) tongue though threshold guardians ah threshold guardians Uh, yeah I did not remember that (laughs) yeah he didn't save the cat though there was no save the cat moment yeah, I get because save cats got to be right at the beginning, and her save the cat would have been the ATM scene. We're supposed to I don't know, sympathize with her for that, I guess. She she blew it up. <laughs> you know, Maybe, I could really I could really uh, relate to that. <laughs> I think hers is she she brought the guy, she dragged the guy with her. She didn't leave him. Oh, like she brought she she brought him to a hospital, right? Well, she. Um, we, well, I don't know if we know about that. That that was her her stepfather, but the guy who got knocked out at the ATM. She dragged him over to the car and tried to get away with him. She tried. Yeah. I think that's what I fell in love with Kylie. I don't know about you guys. I was like, that's hey, there's, it. This there's person's honor awesome. Amongst thieves. There's honor amongst thieves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thicker than thieves is that? Is that it? I don't think that's the whole thing, but I think you got half of it. I think that no, we'll go with that's it. That's uh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you have okay. you have a laptop in front of you. You could look it up. <laughs> I could, but I'm I'm looking at you right now, Pete. And I don't want to go anywhere else, so I'll stay right here. <laughs> that's all you want to be. <laughs> yeah, we've uh, we've touched on most of the film, but then I guess we'll talk about the ending with you guys, where we know the psychologist is some sort of semi serial killer. I don't know. He, he commits murder. They save the day. Um, but then they flash forward seven months later. Kylie gets... Kylie is no longer on house arrest, so that yeah. rocks. And uh, Eugene... Like, oh, sorry. Kinda, sorry. On, uh, Eugene's kind of hanging out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was really funny, actually. I thought it was like a, a, a comedic way to end it. Kind of mm-hmm. like we talked about the burbs a little bit ending, how it was like comedic, but also had like a scare at the end with the ambulance. I know mm-hmm. you weren't with us there, Lindsay, but uh, it that's another, I think, comparison movie we could do because it's like it is founded in horror, but it's like very comedic because of Tom Hanks and uh, yeah. Corey Feldman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, God, what's the older guy's name? I, I always forget his name. Bruce Stern, the yeah, Bruce thank, Stern. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Right on. Yeah, what'd you guys think of the ending? 
Not. I mean, I also thought it had a comedic, a comedic ring to it at the end, which is I thought almost how the whole movie kind of felt. It had like a satirical, uh, uh, this feel to it. But I also thought it was a way to let the audience know that it's like everything's gonna be fine. Like she's off house arrest. We know the stepfather's fine because he was in the hospital last time we saw. And we know Eugene is gonna be just okay living in those walls. <laughs> they had a shout out to him. You know he doesn't want to leave. He's he's comfortable there. It's very homey. It's, uh... yeah, but do you think Eugene comes out of the walls now that they know he's there? Does he walk in the house? Is he like part of the family now, or is he like, nah, walls are good for me? I think he comes out every now and again, like on the holidays or something. Oh, like a special day. Yeah. Comes out. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Sure. Yeah, they don't really say, so we're kind of just left to our own uh, devices with that one. Yeah. I mean, I'm still thinking about it, clearly. <laughs> I'm still wondering about those seven it, months later. It's an ambiguous ending. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But it seems like everybody's fine. And even Amos. Uh, even Amos is there. I thought Amos was killed at the end. I thought he was done fa- for. I was like, no. Was I thought he was done for. I was so sad. But then, you know, he's like, I'm back. Everything's fine. He pulled through. (laughs) Yeah, that's how I felt because the psychologist opened the door when he came in running and he gave him the phone and he said, here, call the cops. And the psychologist had that, like, smirk on his face. And he's like, I got this guy. And then he had the beeper later, which was, like, um, to track where Kylie was. So I was like, oh, he had to have killed Amos to get that. But nope, Amos is just fine. He just stole it from his pocket. I don't know. There's a lot of, there's a lot of off-screen <laughs> mm-hmm. shenanigans going around here. Are you, uh, are you guys familiar with uh, kind of like the genre, or is this kind of like still new territory for you guys? Um, the genre as in like horror and horror or haunted not house stuff. Haunted house, you jackass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I dabble in horror stuff. I, I do a podcast once a week or so. Um, no, I, I'm pretty... I like the Haunted House subgenre, so I'm fairly familiar with it. Did it remind you of any ones you've seen, or... Oh. Hmm. Particularly? No, I, I got an orphanage vibe, but I think that's just because I watched the orphanage like two weeks ago. And it's like a, it's like a it's a haunted house movie like this, where they find a secret passageway. Um, no, not off the top of my head. Do you have one? Well, I, the only reason I am going to bring up is because I'm reading it like where I drew inspiration from. But I remember watching it and thinking of it, and it was mm. almost the movie I picked for this week. But I chose the. A more recent movie, because mm-hmm. I didn't want to scare Lindsay away with a <laughs> with an old movie right away off the back. We gotta finessely work that way, because yeah. uh, she's not as keen as uh, or forgiving as we are. <laughs> 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 but a legend of Legend of Hell House is the is the the seventies paranormal movie that's just it's really weird. But it's it definitely takes a lot from it, and it also said the Changeling, which is another yes. movie that I brought up to you several times, Matt. Yeah. Either during the podcast or off the podcast, we've talked about 
doing it because it's got George C. Scott and it's like an HBO TV film and mm-hmm. it's one of the better haunted house movies because it's just done very well mm-hmm. and it drew no. a lot from that one as well <clears throat> mm-hmm. No, I still really need to see that one because you've been talking it up for months yeah. now. Well, you know what we'll do since it's it's really hard to find. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have yeah. it on I have it on DVD. <laughs> okay, just do just watch it. Uh, do a little viewing party, and we uh, we'll do it then. Okay, okay, all right. Or we could do a uh, you know a full length, full length session live session, watching the video, like we did with uh. Night of the Living Dead. You know it. Yeah, I'll throw back a few beers and watch the change new with you, Pete. <laughs> Lindsay, <laughs> are, are you up for this uh, undetermined future viewing? Who, <laughs> me? Always. Yeah. Yes, that's a yes. Yeah. Bring bring your liquor of choice. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Can do. <laughs> I don't know what what that is. I don't know. You could be hard alcohol, mixed drinks. Maybe you're a wine person. I don't know. All of the above. Could be all over the board, Pete. Could be all all the above. We don't know. Martini? I don't know. No, definitely not martinis. That was the first drink I actually had when I turned 21 because I had this distorted view of what martinis were. Never again. <laughs> They're gross. That's they are really They're gross. <laughs> like no, no to this. It's the, it's the vermouth. Yeah. Well, we don't have to talk about it, so. Uh. <laughs> so housebound. <laughs> Defend or destroy. <laughs> we'll start with Lindsay. I'm going to defend it. I think, uh, like I said, I think they did a really nice job blending uh, the horror and the comedy genres together into, you know, mixing those elements. And I think the acting was really good. I really praised uh, Morgana O'Reilly, I believe that's her name, the lead actress. Um, I think she really captured the spirit of uh, Kylie and everything that she was supposed to be, you know, kind of like I touched on before, this you know kind of dark and troubled you know possibly a teenager we don't really know how old she's supposed <laughs> to be um but uh, i think she did a really nice job i think the um actor who played amos as well mm-hmm. nailed it i think he absolutely did everyone did a really good job and uh mm-hmm. i i don't know if i almost feel kind of cheated that there's no actual paranormal activity that's my only thing mm-hmm. um you know we're kind of led up to a certain point to believe that and then we find out hey no it's just a dude living in the walls so that's really the only thing i have i absolutely you know stand behind it i love it but that is like the one thing that uh, i had with it that's interesting because i had that same feeling that i mean i felt is it hour and 50 minute movie and like for a good hour I felt like it was leading up to this paranormal something being in the house and we gotta Amos is all about it he's gonna get rid of these things and then I felt yeah kind of cheated that it was just kind of brushed off and Eugene's in the walls 
I kind of wanted it to be a supernatural <laughs> element to it. Um, so I agree, but I guess I'll I'll take my turn and defend it as well. Um, besides that, and I thought it was well too. I thought the comedy, which I I enjoyed, I I didn't know really that was going to be an element of it until I sat down and started to watch it. Um, and I think it enhanced the film. It was seamlessly worked into with all the horror elements, and I, you know, I defend it. You know, I defend it and I recommend it to people out there. Pete, let them have it. You're gonna destroy it, aren't you? Yeah, my my record is like flawless of not destroying movies. Yeah, <laughs> except I think for you're a hundred percent almost. No, I'm actually there's one movie where I didn't defend actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I think uh, I could see what you guys are coming from, and I I actually thought it was like a little refreshing to kind of go down that route where they kind of like turn you for a loop, and I all the way through it, I thought it was really funny and had great building up moments but also like a part of me was like wait i was like trying to think of all the instances of paranormal activity and i was like wait maybe there is still something going on Mm -hmm. that they didn't address so i thought that and i had like a huge like conspiracy theory going on in my head like during Mm -hmm. both movies this is my second time watching it um the first time I rent, I rented it from like the movie fan. If you guys are familiar, both from my ISU. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure fan. I got it from. I'm pretty sure I got it from there. Hmm. Um, but I thought that they would somewhat tease that there was like something else going on, and I thought, and I believe that they did the first time I watched it, and I went in going thinking that into this movie, and I was like, wait, where? Where, where's the ghost? <laughs> mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe it's very subtle or I just invented this whole second plot that doesn't yeah. exist. But other than that, I defend it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's, a, that's a unanimous defend from the board today. Everybody's on board for Housebound. Second time in a row. Yeah. Well. Can we keep it going? <laughs> I don't know. This is I'm I've been going on a streak for a while of defending. I think I'm I'm up for a destroy pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. So no promises. <laughs> uh, one thing um, about the film though, there's going to be a remake, an American remake. So get ready for it, America. I mean. You can find it on Netflix in New Zealand one, but America's making a remake. Is uh, I think Johnstone's actually like writing and directing it too, right? Oh, I didn't know about that. Maybe. I think okay. I read that, okay. but uh, I'll double check. Do you think he's just taking the exact same script and being like, "Hey, I wrote a American script for you"? For I I was kind of wondering like how <laughs> much different it would actually be. You know, I mean. Yeah. So, just know. change the accent. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Can you read this in a British accent? Not a new. <laughs> it's funny that they're remaking it because usually American horror movies are notorious for remaking foreign, like, yeah, like movies that aren't in English. But mm-hmm. this movie's in English. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I don't understand why they're remaking it. I don't know. They're like, that's too hard to understand them. They don't speak uh, American. 
They don't speak our American English. Yeah. It, it almost seems weird to do that now, even more so with like the internet and Netflix and everything. Like you can just get these foreign movies and watch it. Mm-hmm. And then why make the American version if you can just get it so quickly? Yeah, I feel like it it was it would fail, but I guess if if the original director is involved, I guess there's some hope for it, and yeah. hopefully that he, I don't know, I feel like he has to make it almost like not a whole different movie, but he has to add like different elements to it because I feel like it would just be weird because it wouldn't because I feel like New Zealand comedy. Like it'd be weird to kind of format for American movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely curious yeah. as to what the differences are going to be. He might add that extra supernatural element we're all craving, apparently, or we all saw. That would be nice. And, and then we hate it. <laughs> this movie sucks. <laughs> With that, I think that wraps up this week's episode of it records on the podcast thanks for tuning in with us you know keep up with all of our news and updates we got a twitter we're on twitter now uh we got a facebook page like it get all the new updates get on the website we'll be blogging out there we write some good stuff we try to keep you entertained keep you informed there and we're on itunes so that's where you're listening to us now or soundcloud um but just keep us posted on the forums let us know what you want us to talk about or if we miss something that you want to hear until next time, I think that's all I got. I'll remain in the shadows. Yeah, I got nothing. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Still working on it. <laughs>